This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, September 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Could farm payments be delayed? House ag leaders' farm policy worries. Trump officials blast EU farm to fork. CCC fight erupts over stopgap bill. A partisan feud over USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation is threatening passage of a stopgap spending bill that House Democrats rolled out Monday. Democrats refused to allow a provision replenishing the CCC account, which USDA uses to make routine farm and conservation program payments, as well as special forms of assistance like the Market Facilitation Program and Coronavirus Food Assistance Program payments. The top Democrat on the Senate Ag Committee, Michigan's Debbie Stabenow, said during the AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit yesterday that USDA doesn't need the CCC account refilled right away. She says the department should be able to adequately manage payments from the account between now and November when the account should be automatically replenished. She and other Democrats say President Donald Trump has been using the account as a political slush fund. But the chairman of the Senate Ag Appropriations Subcommittee, North Dakota Republican John Hoban, said in a statement to AgriPulse that failing to replenish the account will delay the handling of marketing loans as well as the distribution of farm program payments that are due next month. This October, November, and December, we expect the CCC will need an additional $15 billion or more to meet their obligations, the statement said. Take note, Hoven says that $14 billion in the CCC account was expressly intended for the CFAP payments. USDA received more than 10,000 applications for the second round of the program yesterday, the first day of sign-up. The bottom line, the House is set to vote on the continuing resolution this week. The House Rules Committee yesterday refused to allow debate on proposed floor amendments addressing the CCC issue, including one offered by first-term Iowa Democrat Abby Finkenauer. By the way, the bill extends by one year the hemp pilot program and gives more time for Congress to reauthorize laws on livestock price reporting and grain standards. You can read our full report on the CCC funding issue at Acropulse.com. Purdue, no plan to pay refiners. Addressing an issue that Democrats used to justify denying the CCC replenishment, Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue said yesterday that the administration needs to find a way other than the CCC to make payments to oil refiners who can't get waivers from the renewable fuel standard. We don't think that qualifies under Charter 5 of the Commodity Credit Corporation Act, Perdue told a farmer forum in Illinois yesterday. Backtracking on farm policy. House Ag Chairman Colin Peterson says he worries that farm policy is going backwards with the flood of ad hoc payments USDA has made for trade assistance and coronavirus relief over the past few years. It feels like we're back to where we used to be before bolstering the crop insurance program and creating permanent disaster programs, Peterson said during a pre-recorded interview for the AgriPulse Summit. We've kind of trained people again to be looking for ad hoc payments and ad hoc disaster. 
I thought we were past that, but we're not. The committee's ranking Republican, Texas uh, Representative Mike Conway, said Congress needs to shore up the farm safety net in the next farm bill. The question is where the money would come from. You will need some new money in the bill, and that's going to require other areas of the government to spend less, or you're going to have to borrow money, said Conway, who's retiring this year. I would prefer that other areas of government spend less. These will be priority-settling exercises. Trump officials, EU's Green Deal will harm Africa. The European Union's farm-to-fork strategy, a centerpiece of its Green Deal plan, is bound to reduce agriculture productivity in some of the most malnourished countries in Africa that follow the EU lead, Trump administration officials said during the AgriPulse summit yesterday. The farm-to-fork proposal seeks to increase sustainability by decreasing producers' use of farming technology, such as fertilizers, but many African countries can't afford to lose the productivity or subsidize farmers for the losses, said Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue, Under Secretary for Trade Ted McKinney, and Kip Tom, U.S. Representative to the United Nations Agencies for Food and Agriculture. It's unconsciousable to adopt the EU Green Deal and the Farm to Fork Initiative. The European Agroecology Platform is an indulgence of the rich, Tom said. It is indefensible scientifically and morally. Ex-Afrikan commander, food aid helps reduce conflict. The first general in charge of the U.S. Africa Command says international food aid programs like Food for Peace are as vital as they have ever been. If you have a lack of food security is a major driver of instability in a region. That instability then becomes fruitful ground for bad actors to come in and be disruptive, retired Lieutenant General William Kip Ward said during the AgriPulse Summit yesterday. The food programs actually may be more important than ever because of growing populations and fewer and fewer people on farmlands, he said. Now, don't miss our report on Chef Jose Andres' summit appearance. He described how he thinks U.S. needs to improve its disaster response. FDA looks to speed outbreak investigations. The Food and Drug Administration is proposing record-keeping requirements for food traceability to aid FDA investigators during foodborne illness outbreaks or routine inspections. In a lengthy proposal to be published in Wednesday's Federal Register, FDA said manufacturers, processors, packers, and handlers of foods on the agency's food traceability list, the FTL, would be subject to the requirements. Companies would have to describe reference records such as bills of lading and purchase orders, a list of foods they ship that are on the FTL, a description of how they assign traceability lot codes, and other information needed to understand their traceability programs and records. USDA allows continued flexibility in WIC program. U.S. Department of Agriculture has extended flexibilities in the Women, Infants, and Children's Food Program so families can continue to receive help during the COVID pandemic. The WIC waivers being extended allow for participants to be approved for WIC without being physically present at a local office. 
remote issuance of benefits to any participant, flexibility in food package requirements, including dairy, grains, vegetables, and infant foods, and additional options for pickup of food packages. USDA's announcement said the flexibilities would be in place for the duration of the COVID-19 public health emergency. Here's today's He Said It. I don't know what the heck we've done to Mother Nature. I mean, honest to Pete. That Senate Agriculture Committee Chairman Pat Roberts of Kansas at the AgriPulse Summit yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, September 22nd. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.